Hello and welcome to the Midweek War Story Session. No sub crew is going to go down the second shows of the week for WCW and WWF. I thought you were going to say the Yellow Brick Road. No, no, just, you know, we're, we're, we're on that with the pay-per-views. Are we saying goodbye, Yellow Brick Road? You flying monkey slap nut. Okay, guys, come on. Don't be like that. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Thunder Smackdown this week, but we get to mark out Nosa for one and the last WCW Starcade. You make me sad saying that. 2000. Starcade means something to this guy right here. Well, God damn it. Let's see if it means it when we get to it in the next pay per view war stories. But first, it's unlikely. We're, but what we're going to get to is that I'm your host, Joseph Alessio. I'm alongside with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Booble. Glad to be here. Let's kick it back to that corn husk and slap nut, Joe Lessel. That's right. What, what the hell did little I do? Little, little in fact, Joe Lessel, born in corn husk country, which is, I think, Detroit, Ro- Rwanda. Checks what, out. What did I ever do to you guys? I'm, right. just, I'm just the. It's right next to Thailand, you know, over in Iowa. New Brunswick. So, South the Wales, secret, the secret Houston. is out. I've been paying Joe to teach me about maps. How's it going? As you can tell, pretty good. What's class like? It's a little disorganized, <laughs> but I'm learning. You know, I, 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 I have a sub half the time, and I think he doesn't show up. So I wanted to be more cultured. Yeah. So let's get cultured in Louisiana. Well, forget that news. Because we're still there for WSW. <laughs> Hard pass. December 13th of the year 2000. Those two words don't go together, Joe. I know. Uh, commentary team for Thunder is Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay, and Conan. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, it was nice. Here. He was not bad. He was good. He, Especially compared to that other fucknut we get. Stevie Ray? Or Mark so, Madden. <laughs> no, so like, Stevie Ray. I know. I like, right, I'm going to see, I'm going to get it right off the bat. I liked Conan because he would actually add insight that a wrestler would give. He wasn't doing matches. his gimmick. No. He was just straight up being a play, uh, color guy. He was calling uh, moves. He was also explaining why those moves were done at that time. And he gave history about people. And he gave history, like little tidbits. And he even apologized for it one time, even though nobody said anything. He's like, sorry if I'm uh, going on. I just wanted to give a little insight. I was like, he's actually good at this. Who, Can we just get, who him, knew? get him out of the ring and let him be a commentator, please? Yeah. Right. Well, I was a big fan of this. Uh, we started the show off the recap of Nitro. Terry Funk returning and challenging Crowbar to a hardcore match at Starcade. Uh, the mm. Thrillers attacking Nash's knee. Sarge losing to Goldberg to set up the match tonight of uh, Sergeant Luger. And Steiner beating A-Wall and then brawling with Sid in a parking lot. Then we go back. So, my. Go ahead. They never explained why did he need all the cars? They never explained yeah, they never that. Really explain it. I have no you idea. You could just fight in the parking lot. There was already cars there. I think he put them in a circle. To yeah, have like it's a, like a street They didn't show that lot. well. No, yeah. they didn't. I was like, was he just valet parking? Like, what are we doing? Sid's what, a nice guy. What, I think, it, what I think it was, it was, val- I think it was, um, versus Sid. Awol? Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it was Sid blocking in Steiner's car. Sid will just pick up the car and move it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's my suggestion. That's my thought. You know what? I blame you for this, Joe. All right. Let's go backstage with Mike Sanders. As Sarge, that's, that's Toasted Oats, Mike toasted Sanders. Toasted Oats. Toasted Oats to you. Sanders will be taking on Luger tonight. Oh, uh, God. Chavo. Jeez, why? What the hell is that? What did we that? fucking do? I don't what are those fans going to deserve that? I don't know. Jesus. Uh, Chavo, Fuck you, fans. Chavo will be taking on the per, the perfect event. <laughs> but he can find himself a partner, but if he doesn't, it'll be a handicap match. And then we do the inception part of it. We cut to Ric Flair watching uh, Sanders. Uh, Flair wants Sanders to have uh, Storm, make sure that Storm, Lance Storm sings the Na- American National Anthem tonight since he lost on Monday. Uh, Flair says, also says that, you know what? Sid and Steiner are he- here tonight, and they, if they want to attack each other, go right ahead. Uh, and then Flair uh, put Sanders in a match against DDP. Uh, okay. All right, let's go to our first match tonight. Evan Courageous, Jamie Noble versus Three Count versus the Young Dragons. I don't know if you've heard about this match before. Uh, pretty sure they're having the same match yeah, at pay-per-view. Yeah, they're having the same match in 
Four days. Well, here's the thing. At Starcade, it'll be a ladder match, but it's going to be every man for themselves, I guess. Even though it's teams. Have I mentioned I hate this company? Have I mentioned that? You have a couple times? I hate this company. Uh, Courageous and Noble both get the job or entrance. As and by this company, I do mean AOL Time War. Yep. Not WCW. Courageous with a springboard double clothesline to the uh, to three count. Ka- uh, Kaz with a tilted world backbreaker on Helms. Uh, as then Yang pulls out a ladder. Helms with an over-the-top uh, sent on to the outside. Uh, Noble stuck in the corner and uh, more runs up the ladder that they're using and kicks him in the head. Moore places the ladder across the top turnbuckle, but uh, as he's going to try and do something on it, Noble tr- trips him. Courageous and Noble hit a superplex off the ladder on Shannon Moore. Noble goes for the pin, but Courageous shoves him off and covers Moore for the win. Uh, after the match, Courageous and Noble argue with each other. I like the match. I thought it was fun. I thought it was, it was high. Fun. I th- I like Conan here breaking down the crazy moves, but also doing something nobody else on the commentaries bothered to do, and that's point out how underutilized Kaz Hayashi is. And he said he's been good for a long time, but nobody in this company's ever done anything about it. Um, well, he's the new Glacier. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did with him. <laughs> hey, stupid Asian immigrant we can fool out of all of his money. That's his gimmick now. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Got him. <laughs> Uh, we go backstage with Kwee Wee and Paisley as they're talking about a four red wheeler, uh, uh, a red four wheeler, and the, how it should be pink. And then Medeja shows up, gets in the face of Paisley, and then Kwee Wee separates them, telling them how the, if you don't like me, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And then Steiner comes out of nowhere to attack Kwee Wee. I don't like you anyway. And then Steiner lifts the four-wheeler up and drops <laughs> it on Kwee Wee multiple times. <laughs> that. And then leaves it stuck on him. I was confused by this because since when has Medeja been like a really in-your-face, like, shut the fuck up, bitch, I'm going to beat you kind of personality? Since Tanae said she was a dumb bitch woman, needs to shut her mouth. That, 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 that was great. But that's the that, thing with, wow. with her. Make me a sandwich, you dumb cunt. With Medeja, <laughs> well, that's the thing with Medeja is that like she has that every once in a while with Paisley. Like out of nowhere, like they're feuding already. Like, Yak fight. Yak fight. Your rack is almost as good as mine. I hate you, bitch. I don't know that. No, it's not. I know it's not. Yeah. Not, even, not even a little bit. Not even, a, not even in a cup size. Well, like, I can't think of why else they'd fight around. I mean, oh, I mean, there's, there's, the, there's another reason. Well, there's the well. <laughs> yeah. there's, there, you know. There's the well tried, or the well said uh, tradition that all women hate all women secretly. Yeah. But I'd like to think that that's I believe not, it. I'd, I'd like to think it's not true. They're above that. I, they're not. Probably not. They're just as shallow as dudes. They just don't want to admit it. Yep. Uh, Flair, uh, we see backstage Flair talking to Storm about how uh, he's going to sing the national anthem tonight. But Storm's like, I can't. I don't know the. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I don't know the lyrics. I I can't do it. I like how him trying to weasel out of it was still respectful and like. It's a fair point. But then he's like, Duggan comes out of nowhere and back says, you know what, Flair? I can teach him. And he's like, looks at him like, what the hell? What the fuck's wrong with you, Flair? Duggan. Idiot. What's wrong with you, Duggan? So let's go to our next match. This is going to be Chavo Guerrero Jr. versus the perfect main event. Uh, Chavo couldn't find a partner. Did, didn't find a partner? Nope. And, and if you notice, he uh, didn't seem to care too much. So I was like, well, all right. That's the... Well, that was cool. Commentary... Uh, <laughs> How cool Commentary that? Uh, brings that up. It's like, well, they didn't give him enough time to uh, find a partner. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, you tell him, go find a partner, then oh, you're on next. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Uh, we see MIA like, watching. Though. Who who books that? Because like Flair wouldn't book that, and Sanders doesn't give a shit about Chavo. Like who the fuck booked that? Per, I didn't get it because he's not even feuding with either of them. I felt like it's going really slow. I was assuming Lash would try to come out. That's the obvious answer. But they didn't. They're they're, they're drawing this shit out. This is like fucking Bailey versus Sasha. Like, right? can we just get to this shit? This oh is cool. my god. <laughs> Um, we see MIA watching as then, uh, so, uh, Stasiak does a sit-down powerbomb. Chavo with a top-rope crossbody to Stasiak. Uh, the main event, per, uh, go, uh, do a doomsday device, but Palumbo kicks Chavo and, uh, Chavo drop, and they drop him into the, uh, turnbuckle, but Chavo misses the turnbuckle. So I don't, like, the Road Warriors fuck that move up. I don't know that I want Palumbo and Stasiak doing that move. 
I mean, no. Jesus Christ. I, I, I know that I do not. <laughs> I'm like, no. Nope. Uh, we see MIA watching again as Cajun wants to go help, but Rexon's like, no, you gotta sit and watch. Like a little, uh, you know, little kid. To me, Morris is coming off like a fucking dick. He is. Like, is he turning Turns heel? Turns out it's because he's a dick. Is he turning heel? Was he ever face? Well, they're definitely faces. Uh, the main event hits the double flapjack for the win. Um, yeah. He's just running into the abyss. Stage. We're going to commentary <laughs> as they're talking. They uh, said that Sid's on the way, but then they get a hold of Sid on the phone. As Sid says that uh, to not let Steiner leave the building, he's about 10 to 15 minutes away. I'll see you soon. Not only is it hilarious because they're in the same building yeah. for Nitro 40 yeah. minutes earlier, yep. but the stuff that happens throughout the night with this, way to paint your challenger fucking strong going into the pay-per-view. He's such a fucking mental midget. He can't find his way to the goddamn arena. Like, I don't know. It's the big fucking arena in Shreveport that you've it been. It shouldn't be hard <laughs> to find. You were just there. You were just there. Uh, we Hello. Go- we go back. Your diary, uh, jackpot. Uh, we go backstage <laughs> with uh, your red shoe diaries. Uh, mean Quee <laughs> as he comes out and checks on Quee Wee and uh, who, who is still Queeming. stuck. Yeah, I remember I'm queeming all over the queeming place as he's still under the four wheeler. <laughs> queeming um, at the bar. <laughs> we see Bam Bam then hitting on Maria and then she throws water in his face, and then Vito and the No More Diaper Reno attack Bam Bam. <laughs> no. No diapers. That's what I don't got. We go backstage with Gene <laughs> and Sarge. Has, uh, he says Luger has underestimated him. And, I, uh, I doubt. I it. doubt that. Very yeah. I super doubt that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and he, you know, he's gonna get. He's gonna try and uh, win one here tonight. Win one for the Sarge. Win one for the Sarge. Uh, then we go see backstage Duggan trying to teach Storm how to sing the national anthem, and then we see Luger reading the WCW magazine. Uh, we get highlights of. Uh, how Scott Steiner's been on the loose lately and how really no one can stop him. Uh, then we see Ming running into Flair telling him he wants Steiner tonight. And then Flair's like, okay, it'll be a tag match too. So I have a question, Corey. Yeah. At what point in Ming's career did whoever wasn't creative at either company decide he can't speak English? Because he can speak perfect fucking English. Yeah, I don't know when they started that. Like, I don't... You could be a badass from somewhere else and, you know, speak English. It took his feud with her friendship with with him, with Kiwi. <sighs> uh, we get... We, we go to the ring for a Team Canada promo. As Storm says, if the cat was here, he wouldn't have done the anthem. He would not. Storm uh, says, uh, play the American National Anthem, but first Cat comes out. I guess Cat and Miss Jones are going to have a little picnic to watch this in the Iowa. Storm starts to sing, and he's like, and for the blah, 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 blah. And then Cat, who's, I guess, in charge still, says, hey, you sung it wrong. Uh, you get to have to sing it again. And then he tells Duggan to help him. Duggan then decides to start singing it, and then Duggan forgets about it. Some of the lyrics as the cat is throwing uh, food at them. And like, so during this entire thing, I don't understand why, but Mike today was like being Mark Madden, like sticking up for Canada. I was like, what is this? It's like they decided someone's got to be the heel, smart. So I just, I just did some research and I'm shocked by what I found. I went on Cage Match. You know, during, during Bruce worked as a enhancement talent for many a year. Dare say, yeah. Coming up here tonight on Thunder is the very first Lex Luger versus Dwayne Bruce match. I had figured that he had probably jobbed Luger a multiple times on Pro Worldwide in mean, eighty nine, ninety, ninety one. Mm-hmm. This is the first match. Set your DVR. I'm just shocked. I would have figured like you know some random pro taping in Stone Mountain in like late eighty nine. That the total package just beat Dwayne Bruce real quick with a torture rack and went about his business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Our next match, though, is the Cat versus Jim Duggan. Uh, Ooh. No. 
Uh, Primetime pulls the cat out of the ring and starts beating him up. Duggan comes out and shoves him away, saying he, that he can do it himself. Duggan hits the uh, cat with a 2x4 and then he's going to hit the... Uh, Duggan hits the cat with a 2x4 and he's going to hit him again. Uh, oh, and but then Duggan sees a sign that says, Duggan, come back, we love you. And then he has a, uh, a, a change of mind and then... Uh, Oh, sorry, Storm hit the cat. And then uh, Duggan pulls the 2x4 away from Storm. Duggan then hits, uh, pulls, the Canadian jer- pulls the Canadian jersey off, or tries to, but the cat hits the feline kick for the win. Team Canada then beat up the cat after the match. Storm hits him with the sidekick, as then the cat helps Duggan up. He betrayed Canada. Uh, why, why now? I... Makes all the sense in the world that he would turn back yeah, face. Eh? 100%, we we yeah. get it. But... There's a pay-per-view in four days. Yeah, why didn't why not do this a couple weeks ago to build up to a Landstorm Jim Duggan match at Starcade? We make a lot more sense than this cold ass cat Landstorm feud with over I'm, the anthem. Yeah, like why do it the literally the show before? Like next, we're gonna start fighting over what's better, Tim Hortons or Dunkin' Donuts. Like why? What are we? Also, Tim Hortons, by the way. What the fuck are we doing? Like I yeah, I don't understand it. The, <laughs> the timing Christ. on this is baffling to say the least. It's like yeah. yeah. Uh, we see a montage of Sarge trying to train people at the oh uh, my power God, plant. Dude. I, like, just, dude. I just had Cornette's voice in my head. But, like, that's the thing. is like that that was him training. That's all they had him do. Push-ups. That's yeah. all they were doing. The tra- they just wanted to know to puke and leave because they got to keep the money if you quit. Yeah. No one really all suck. Yeah, it was all, like, make them do squats until they fucking vomit, leave and ashamed of themselves, and then we just keep the money. Uh, we go backstage with Gene with Scott Steiner Medeja. Steiner says that Sid is afraid of Steiner. That's why he's not here. Steiner says that Ming doesn't want payback. Flair's scared of him and wants to, him to lose the title. Um, but he'll, he'll, he will uh, show Ming what's up later on tonight. Backstage, we see Luger knocks on Goldberg's door. Luger come, uh, Goldberg comes out. Luger knock, attacks him with a Goldberg baseball bat. Commentary no sells the attack and cut to a promo. Yeah, I, was like, I, didn't mention it. I was like, that, not even a huh. <laughs> not even a huh. <laughs> I was like, that's important, right? You can tell they didn't show it on their fucking. Yeah, they had no idea what was going on. Uh, we get a recap of but how. But then they reference it later. We get a recap of how we got here with Sarge and Luger. Because our next match is going to be Sarge and Lex Luger. Something weird happened in this match. Yeah, is it the beginning? As the beginning of the match, Luger comes out to his old slammer yeah, music. It's his old music from when he first showed up on Nitro in '95. I'm like, where's the total package, like marching shit? Nope. It's a da 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 da. What's he doing here? I've expected him to just start posing again. Get the camera off of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck is Puffy this? Shirts. What has happened here? Uh, commentary have Sid uh, Sid calls back in saying Sid's lost and he's gonna go ask for help. <laughs> Guys, I'm not I'm not too familiar with this place. Yeah, I love when they call back again. And he tells the help that he got. I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ, uh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Luger, Some guy said turn right at the McDonald's and then turn left at the Wendy's. I don't know where I am. <laughs> uh, Luger makes fun of Sarge uh, by getting on his height by getting on his knees and doing the A Y I A type thing. Honestly, and he was still about as tall as yeah, Sarge, dude. That's sad it didn't thing. it didn't hurt all yeah, lot. The thing about Luger is, if he wasn't completely washed up, he's a really good heel. Like he is so good at being that condescending, he's so hateable. Yeah, he's that condescending prick heel that you're just yeah. like, God yeah. damn it. Um, uh, Luger puts Sarge in the torture rack for the win. He won't let go as he's uh. Luger hey. attacks Sarge, asking where Goldberg is, and tells Goldberg he's next. Hey, there were some. Good brother forearms in that match. So that's all Sarge can do because he sucks. A forearm and a suplex here and there, probably. But uh, Then during the break, uh, Luger ex- leaves the arena. Just bounces. My match is done. <laughs> then we see DDP stretching, saying that he's been wrestling for 20 years. And that's been longer than uh, what Santa have said. Well, he's been in the business, business for 20, for 20 years. years. And he's, that's been longer than Sanders... In, the entire time that he's been like he's kind of being true on both counts and then somehow like I don't to me it came off as fucking stupid but it was like I, I started at 35 I'm like it's not bragging though it makes it feel like you were going through a midlife crisis technically speaking 
he did have his first few matches before I was born. Damn, technically. I mean, he yeah, he he wrestled like five or six times in like 1979. Yeah. Um, which is a weird kind of like, because then he didn't even get back into the business as a manager until like 87. Yep. And he wasn't really prominent until like 91? Yeah, and he got to WCW. Yeah. yeah. His first match in the ring was 94? 92, I think. 92. It's weird, dude. Because him and Kevin Nash were a team yeah. in 92 as the Vegas connection, DDP and Vinny Vegas. And by the way, they sucked, too. Oh, yeah. That's what they kept saying. Well, he's they not wrong. Good. They weren't good. They were bad. Yeah. Was it better than, were they better than the skyscrapers? Oh, the skyscrapers were awesome when it was Danny Spivey and Sid. Um, but once Scott Steiner uh, flattened Sid's fucking lung, <laughs> and he had to take time they off. They brought in... Uh, Taker. Yeah, Mark Calloway. Yeah, and then and then Dan Spivey did his usual and just said, well, I'm leaving. I'm out. So, they, so on short notice with the pay-per-view in a few days, they put our favorite Jack Victory under a mask, called him the fourth skyscraper, although he was, was like 6'5". Uh, <laughs> yeah. little, little different. Well, in all fairness, going from Sid to Callaway was like a loss of three inches. And then you kept going down. Uh, we got a Gene with Vito and no more ba- uh, no more diaper Reno. Finally got it. Got the tag team name. Yeah. What's that? Incest 2000. Yeah, I was like, is it Soyland? Who's going to fuck Maria next? That's what I thought. The entire storyline. It's, it's Incest 2000. Absolutely. Uh, they have to. They get to face Chronic tonight, and they're gonna show Vito's hey, gonna Lord. roll the dice, I guess, on him. Uh, we see the doctor checking on Sarge. We see Daphne and Crowbar talking, and he's talking about how he can't believe he has to face Funk. Daphne says, "Well, you know, you've lost your edge. You know, maybe if you lost the gear, the chains, the jeans, maybe put some on some dirty jeans, you might have that edge again." You're so nice. You did it just like she said it. I'm gonna paraphrase Thank what you. she said. You're a little bitch. There it is. Quit being a little bitch and start being Crowbar again. I need you to be less like Devin, more like Joe. Said. That's about right. Only, I think that's so. what Daphne said. I'm, only I'm Daphne. Trying, that's what Daphne said. Trying to make sure that if that was not insulting me, but I'll lot. Uh, we got a promo for Starcade. That's very much compliment. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I was I was nervous. You mark. Uh, uh, Starcade promo. Let's get slapped us. Yeah. Shut up, guys. Uh, of highlighting the three main matches that they want to promote: the insiders and the um, the insiders in the main, uh, the thrillers, Goldberg and Luger, and Sid and Steiner. Uh, we get a recap of Chronic attacking Reno on Monday. So our next match is Chronic versus that guy. Uh, uh, no, that guy that no longer wears a diaper, Reno, and his maybe brother Vito. We find out that Bam Bam is the one that hired Chronic to take them both out tonight. Oh, no, they're for sure brothers. The question is, are they Eskimo brothers? Mm. By Eskimo, did they both bang Maria? There it is. Think you, think and the ta- answer is yes. Did they bang her at the same time? Thank you, Taco. So, as we go to the next <laughs> match. Yep. Which I think is happening at Starcade as well, too. Yeah, right? Uh, so, I don't know what's going on in this Thunder. They're just like, yeah. Well, yeah. No, just like a, crowds into it? Crowds into it? No? We, All right. We, we know you're not going to buy the pay-per-view. We're just going to run these matches on yeah. Thunder anyway. Because there's a lot of matches that are happening tonight. I'm like, wait, didn't you already say this is for Thunder? Because, uh, for Starcade? Because this match here... Yeah, they did. ...is for Starcade. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Bam hired them. Adams military presses Reno. Adams then hits a full... Uh, That's full impressive, n- by the way. Reno's not small. Oh, no, well, he is lighter now without that diaper. Was it full? He <laughs> just shitting <laughs> shit himself? <laughs> well, he had no one to clean it. Uh, Adams hit the full Nelson slam. <laughs> None of the so, thrillers would... So wait, he got potty trained nope. in a week? <laughs> nope. It's been a while since he got that cleaned. Uh, that's, that's so why he still has a dirty ass? What is <laughs> happening? First off, it's probably Maria that, uh, oh, because God. once she arrived, the diaper was gone. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta seduce my sister. I can't be wearing diapers. I'm grown man. <laughs> uh, Brian Clark, Russian leg sweeps Vito into the barricade. This match goes for a while. Uh, of all the matches tonight. I, you know. Yeah. yeah, let's run this one. Uh, Jared and uh, Jeff Jared and the Harris Brothers sneak through the crowd <laughs> and hit Conan with the guitar. That was oh. awesome. Commentary got worse. Uh, Adams with a stalling suplex that but turns it into a sidewalk uh, slam. Conan gets carried out. Reno goes for a roll of the dice on Adams, but Clark hits Reno with a shoulder tackle. 
Chronic hits high time on that diaperless man, Reno, for the win. Chronic attacks Reno after Vito tries to help, but is outnumbered as Clark uses the stickball bat and then uh, it becomes enbrawled until security comes out to separate them. So wait a minute. Yes. Adams did a stalling suplex in two-way sidewalk slam. He lifts them up and then he slammed them. So basically a jackhammer. No. He lifts the... he lifts them up and then drops them sat down underneath his armpit. I know. Yeah. But basically a, a jackhammer. P- pendulum swing? There it is. It just seems a little close for a Goldberg's liking. Hammerstone, yeah. Big chronic guy. So, I mean, it checks out. Also the wrestlers, too. Yeah. Yeah, also. Brian uh, we see Not the, Clark. We see Fuck Sanders Clark. talking with the throw, saying how they're going to make some drastic measures. Are they going to set it off? Oh, my God. I'm about to burn this off as our next segment is a shoot interview with Mike Tanay and Shane Douglas. Hmm. Man, this just felt like plug this bitch in an arm again and it fit right in with the fucking theme. This said, right. this was 10 minutes of fucking nothing. Uh, Douglas wants to be a great... He, he's a great wrestler, but he wants to be a great, great wrestler. That's uh, what he put it. In this what realm. This is where the best wrestlers are. He wants the... Uh, Tanae brings up Tori as his meal ticket, and then he gets a little angry over that comment, and like, well, she was a meal ticket, but... Uh, she was so much more. She was so much more. What Russian did to her, I uh, he did on purpose. We, we were she, close, if you know what I mean. She was my wannabe Francine. Uh, Douglas says he'll win the title at U.S. Who's title at Starcade. Tori. Uh, Douglas yeah. says once he wins the U.S. title... It would be a seat. stepping stone for him to get to the uh, WCW heavyweight title because that's what he wants. Man. Uh, backstage, DDP is getting watering. See the thrillers watching from like behind the uh, curtain. As he walks away, they go into his locker room. As he, as then we come back from commercial, the thrillers are leaving. As then the camera just decides to barge in DDP's locker room, and you see Kevin Ash laid out. Smartest man in the building. There it is. <laughs> We get a recap of uh, Nitro of Thrillers attacking Nash's left knee, leading to our next match, DDP versus Mike Sanders, or we call him... Toasted Oats. Toasted Oats. Uh, DDP with a clothesline. Uh, clothesline centers to the outside. DDP takes a fan's water and spits in the face of Sanders. Uh, DDP slams Sanders on the table and then throws him into the barricade. Uh, sits back on the phone. He's lost, but he feels like he feels like he's close. He, <laughs> he, t- he turned turned the wrong way by McDonald's. Yeah. I was like, you feel like you're close? Yeah, I feel like I, I, I can sense it. Did you drive to Baton Rouge? Where the <laughs> fuck did you go? Uh, yep. Uh, DDP- Guys, I'm in New Mexico. Uh, <laughs> is this right? The sign says London? <laughs> uh, DDP with a gut wrench face buster. Uh, he hits the diamond cutter, but the thrillers run in. But DDP diamond cuts Jindrak. O'Hare sidekicks him. But DDP fights him off. Palumbo runs down to attack DDP. And then O'Hare hits the uh, Shantan bomb on DDP. So he's outnumbered again. Uh, our main event for tonight for the WCW Heavyweight Title once again, Scott Steiner in that main event process, not not hourly one, hourly two, against uh, Kui Ming. No, just Ming here. Just Ming. Okay. Uh, Ming, is this his first ever world title shot? Uh, no, I know he had to have been one of Goldberg's Nitro. He was victims when his when he was world champ. He was. When he was world champ. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. Because remember, like, late, I know, I'm sure he was a victim at some point. But in August, September, and October of '98, they would have Goldberg still just beating literally jobbers every week on TV, and he, I know, Ming was one of them. I, I have a, I have a strong suspicion he was. Yeah. Uh, Steiner says Sid is afraid of him, and he bears show up at Starcade because he ain't showing up tonight. Uh, Ming with a backbreaker, Ming with a second turbuckle clothesline, and then a sen- second turbuckle splash for a two. That's weird. I was like, what? You snooker? What is this? <laughs> just, a, just a turnbuckle. Good times better. Yep. Steiner with the belly belly. Medeja jumps on the back of Ming and he flips her over as Paisley gets on top of her and starts fighting. And then Steiner just yells at her for, to run away. Uh, Ming puts in the tongue and death grip on Steiner, but he gets out. Uh, Steiner with an overhead suplex. <clears throat> and it's going to put him uh, back in the Steiner recliner as an. 
as this is happening, Sid's music hits, and then you're going to see him slowly walking down to the arena. Ref calls for the bell. He felt he was close. Yep, Steiner really no, didn't have. I've been here the whole time. Holy shit! Yep, uh, Steiner feel, uh, Steiner like barely puts the Steiner recliner on, and the ref's like, "All right, call it." Uh, Sid and Steiner brawl. Sid chokeslams Steiner to end Thunder. How much want to bet he was still just playing with the cars in the parking lot and got lost and confused, and asked like the parking lot attendant who was just fucking with him. Oh yeah, go to the McDonald's and then go to a Wendy's as he's in the parking lot the entire time. So no joke, something like that happened to me once. We were overnights at the old, old, old shoot. Yep. A couple shoots ago. And, uh... Shoots and letters. We went to, went to lunch at, like, 2.30 in the morning. And we were like, hey, let's go to Jack of the Box. They're still open. Yeah. So we Googled directions, like, to Jack of the Box. And let's go out of the parking lot, turn right, go, like, seven miles away, turn right. Go, like, another two miles, turn right. We're like, wait a minute. Like, this another is, two miles, yeah. turn right again. We went back on the road we first started. It was on, like, it was, like, the left side of Walmart. We were, like... 200 feet away from it but Fuck. we couldn't see the restaurant from behind the store fucking hell I was like I hate you Google Maps yeah Google you Maps you son of a bitch you Google. wasted like 40 minutes of our fucking lunch Google Maps is a bastard <laughs> guys yeah are you ready to mark on yourself the final of our five and the final Starcade and the final Starcade if it's anything like Halloween Havoc it's gonna go out with a fucking whimper I think it goes cause they shit on my pay-per-view they're gonna shit on yours Corey you ready Joe yes He's not ready. I'm ready. Ladder match to determine the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship. Three count, the Young Dragons, and Courageous and Noble. No. So, what are they getting? Because it's not for the belts. It's a Cruiserweight it's a title one, shot. It's a, right, so it's yeah. the shot. They're not yeah. getting... What are they climbing to get? A, a ladder... Or a contract like for a contract. the number one contendership. Like for the, paper? Yeah. Like an I envelope? Can, no, it's on a board. A clipboard you know, or something? Yeah. yeah. Certainly, like an I was like, or what are they probably? grabbing? <laughs> an envelope? I don't God know. God damn it. Uh, I'm going to say no because I, I do love a good ladder match, but the idea <laughs> of the fact that uh, we've had this match on Thunder tonight and we've had this match for the past three months, I'm good. And also, if you love a good ladder match, you're not going to like this. <laughs> oh, wow. How someone has fallen all the way to number two on the card. Uh, Ernest Miller taking on Lance Storm. Uh, That's man. a waste of Lance Storm. I'm no. good. Sorry. Hardcore match for the hardcore title. Crowbar defends against Terry Funk. Fuck no. No. Uh, g- at least this is fresh. Chronic will take on Big Vito and Reno. That's, no, we just had it tonight. It's no for me, dog. Yeah. An ambulance match. Mike Awesome taking on Bam Bam Bigelow. Ambulance, no. They could just, you know, have a match. That'd be cool, but no. United States title match. General Rection defends against Shane Douglas. Ha <laughs> ha! No. Hey, I didn't see General Rection in that video package earlier. Nope. No. Right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> a bunkhouse brawl six man tag. The Filthy Animals, Kidman, Conan, and Mysterio taking on them Harris boys and Jeff Jarrett. Is that a new gimmick? Or have, we known, have we known that? Uh, no, I think that, I didn't think they called that. I don't remember them saying anything about it. Uh-uh. It's just been a street uh, fight. No. no. What a waste of Jarrett, too. Tag team match for the World Tag Team Titles. The perfect event will defend against the insiders. No. Right, we know the ending. Yeah. I don't know, but I've never seen it. But No I, holds barred match. Goldberg versus Lex Luger. No. No for me, dog. And a singles match for the world title. Scott Steiner defends against Sid Vicious. Yes! I'll go with it, yeah. We're down to 10 matches, too, guys. No 12. Only 10. <sighs> Marked out for one match. I swear to Pete, if there's a special main event out of nowhere... We don't have enough time. I guess we'll just put a new match in. I'm going to be angry. But let's go to December 14th of the year 2000. We're for SmackDown. We're in Little Rock, Arkansas. Commentary team is one Mike McCole and Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, we get the footage from Armageddon and from Raw. Vince wanting Foley to resign. Austin coming out to stun everybody. And Foley putting Sacco on Vince. Uh, we see earlier today of Stephanie showing up to the commissioner office. She wants to talk about Linda. Uh, Linda, she hasn't been feeling well. She's sick. Uh, Stephanie says that Vince uh, takes it out on Shane, her, and mostly Linda, though. And Stephanie wants Foley to take it easy on Vince. And Foley's like, out of respect to Linda, not you. I will try. This is really awkward. She was basically like, he beats the fuck out of Linda. There was a lot of awkwardness in oh. this week's WWE watching. Yep. <laughs> this is so great. 
Yeah, this, this not not a great watch. Yeah. No. Mm. Uh, let's go to our first match of the night. Edge I'm, and... I'm already done with Foley and Vince, by the way. Uh, first match of the night, guys, is Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys. About <sighs> how many times can this In happen? a non-title match. If the Dudleys win, they become number one contenders. Might. Well, then give it away. I know who what happens. Uh, me thinks the Dudleys win. Uh, Edge with a backbreaker to Devon. Bubba with a power slam to Edge. Then he hits the bubble bomb on Christian. Dudleys do the was up on Edge. Christian stops Devon from getting the table. As then the Dudleys hit the 3D on Christian. Ruff tells Devon to get out of the ring as Edge sneaks in and hits Bubba with the tag belt as Christian makes the cover for the win. So not your new number one contenders. The losers, Dudley boys. Thank God. Just means the hard is going to be next. No, I remember what's next. Uh, we get a limo showing up, and it's Vince as Foley shows up. Foley doesn't want to repeat of Monday night. Foley says he's going to not resign, and hopefully there be a, they can coexist. Oh, are they in cahoots? I, uh, I thought it was going to be awesome, that limo. As Vince says, uh, here, put it in consideration. Reunited, and it feels so good. Uh, let's go to the ring with a promo by one Kurt Angle. He says, since the past days where he's gone through, Hell in a Cell, tables match, uh, he, Angle would think the people would appreciate him more, but they don't. Angle says that his word is his bond, and, he, and he's not like people who say, I don't have any, uh, that I won't have an affair with a woman, or if, you know, I did not have an affair with that woman, or uh, if someone gets hurt, I would resign, you know, fully. Um... Angle wants to know uh, from Foley, when will it end? Who else will get hurt? Angle has the three I's. Uh, Foley has the three H's. Uh, hungry, horrible, and I don't have the other H. I don't know why I don't. Like, You know Hunter complained about that in the back. I've got the three H's. It's like hungry, horrible, Hippo? and... Huh? Hungry, hungry, Hippo? Probably. Uh, Foley comes out. Uh, Foley tells Angle to uh, shut up. People like him. Foley didn't want to publicize this, but I don't know if people knew, but Angle won the Olympic medals. But uh, once people got to know Angle, he's a whining little baby. Um, uh, Foley says it's not his fault that Triple H is hurt. Triple H has been wrestling with injuries for once, and they've all caught up to him. For Rikishi, it's Vince's fault. He's the one that brought the car out. Uh, Foley resigns. This would be a reward for Vince for bad behavior. Uh, Vin, Foley says he would not resign. If Vince was in charge, the WWF would be in a worse place. This brings out William Regal. Uh, Regal says that he respects Kurt Angle. Regal says Mick, uh, Michael Foley is a uh, uh, is induced for a reality check. As Regal says, Foley loves certain people in the business. Regal asked where Foley was when Stone Cold was uh, where Stone Cold stunned him. When Foley was rock, when uh, where was Foley when the Rock besmirched him, sitting on his big bum? He's not wrong. A little, facts. Bit, a little bit of a shoot promo here, because a little facts. You know, it's I mean Foley's just like everybody else. He's got his quick click. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. who's his Aldo Montoya? Live uh, it's house now. Yeah, there it is. Regal says Foley doesn't have the. Uh, doesn't have anything. Uh, Foley says he's that come up with an idea. What the doll? So I'll just. Well, I so I thought her 3D thing was her. I thought there was a midget dresses at Alexa Bliss. <laughs> it totally <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> uh, Re- Foley has an idea. He says for the both gentlemen to get their hand. Uh, or to get their hands on the two guys that besmirch them as it's going to be. Kurt Angle, William Regal versus Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. And then Foley tells Regal to have a jolly good day. The tag partners for like seven fucking months, dude. What are we doing? They're putting Austin and Rock together way too much. You know when they should be together? When they're punching each other in the face. Yep. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like it. Uh, we see Stephanie looking for Vince backstage. Uh... <laughs> Vince is on the phone telling the person to deliver the paperwork to Linda. Uh, Linda can't, and make sure Linda can't touch the offshore account. 
Stephanie walks in and wants to talk about family business. Vince doesn't want anything to do with her, so he kicks her out of the... This actually wasn't part of the storyline, Joe. This was actually documentary footage about just their family life in general. Checks out. (laughs) Uh, We go to Raw with Malenko uh, pulling Lita off the apron and kissing her. This leads to our next match, uh, Lita versus Ivory for the WWF Women's Championship. How many times is Lita get a shot? She can't win. Let's just move on. Uh, Ivory uh, says that Lita brought her so, uh, put it, brought it to herself for Malenko to attack her because what she's wearing. Uh, RTC and the Hardys are uh, being banned from the ringside. Uh, Lita is selling a, in the lower back injury from Malenko. Uh, Lita hits a DDT, and then, you know, once you hear that RTC and Hardys are banned, that means Dean Malenko comes out. Uh, Lita with a top rope crossbody. Uh, then she gets up and does a suicide dive through the ropes to Malenko. As she is distracted by Malenko, Ivory hits a back body drop for the win. About two minutes. A what? A back body drop. Dinosaura, the world's smallest love machine. What are What are we doing? I don't know. I thought maybe I, Dean and Viscera could be a team of just love studs who go around the locker room trying to get women to, to lay down with them. <laughs> How about Viscera Mark Henry ever thing? <laughs> Too much sexual chocolate? Too much. Too much. All right. I don't think you're ready for my sexual chocolate. Uh, we're at a co- uh, commissioner office. As Raven's there, as Foley does not like, did not like the, what uh, Raven did to his friend Al Snow on Monday. I did. So still don't mention the pay-per-view, huh? Still nothing about that. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, but Al. But uh, Raven's going to be in a hardcore match against somebody he's never faced yet in the WF, and that'd be one Undertaker. It's a fuck ton of people, by the way. They even said, yeah, someone who's never had a hardcore match yeah. yet. So it's Raven's like, cool. And then he's like, the Undertaker. Not but, cool. I guess he's tech. I never had a technically a hardcore match. Like he's had hardcore fucking matches, yeah. dude. But okay. And again, I know it's a different time. It's late two thousand, but like ninety seven, early ninety eight. This could have been a money pay per view match. Dead man taker, taker. Dead man taker against like mind controlling fucking flock leader Raven. The things he could have said, especially after Kane debuted, the things he could have said about like Taker's childhood and shit. Would have been fun. I could have seen uh, at least one pay per view out of it. Taker wins. Like a like a drugged version of mankind, basically. Yeah. All right. I'll buy it. Like you know what would have been better? Like I know Paul Bearer is integral to the storyline, but if like Raven gets Kane under his command after he debuts, and he's talking and doing all the storytelling for Kane and the feud against Taker. I like that. Yeah. That I like. And he's got to beat Raven to get to Kane once he finally decides he'll fight his brother. Because they Raven pulling this, like, you'll never, uh, Taker's all, you'll never fight my, bro- I'll never fight my brother. Then when he's finally pissed enough, then Raven turns it around to, wait a minute, you'll never fight your brother. Yeah, they got to make up a statement. Here's where Sasha and Naomi come back to save the day. Uh, backstage, we go to uh, Vince as Stephanie comes in, wants to talk. Stephanie says that, uh, Linda's been sick. She's lost some weight. And Vin's like, that's good. She could have lost some. Could have lose some. Jesus. I, I was like. I was like, they're just going to play this in a deposition, dude. I, <laughs> like, I, oh, my God. I will make Benoit jokes all day long. I will. I firmly believe there's no, there's no such thing as too far in comedy. These McMahon Unless you buy a ticket to Carlos Mencia. Yeah. Well, that is. <laughs> These McMahon skits were making me uncomfortable. Uh, they weren't... So, uh, not... So, okay, I'll, I'll... So, they were uncomfortable. They didn't quite reach the Dustin Terry level for me, but they approached it. You know what's funny is I always just never cared about that one. It... it, it it's not that it didn't bother oh, me. Oh, God. I guess it just didn't register. I hate that one so yeah. much. It's not good, and it's bad taste. Oh, I hate it so much. Uh, Stephanie tries to talk to Vince about how she's weak and how she's been laying in bed, and Vince says, "Well, that sounds about that sounds familiar, familiar and about right." Yeah, she's saying she was laying in bed, not moving. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm used to that." I'm like, oh my god, we'll get to that in a bit. Our next match, uh, we're gonna recap Ooh. a Raw Val talking China. Uh, so our next match is Val Venus versus the One. 
Billy Gunn. Gun runs, <laughs> gun runs down to the ring. Uh, then he throws Venus into the steel steps, and then oh. military presses him off the barricade. Uh, Cole, by the way, thanks the great ratings on Monday. Fan, uh, thanks the fans for the great ratings on Monday, and tells the fans if they don't have TNN, you call your local cable provider and get TNN. Yeah, uh, Ivory tries. Does that ever work? Yeah, I'm, like I want a channel. They'd be like, I don't care. I can't, personally, I can't imagine it working. I don't think it would. Um, I do know that in the late 80s, early 90s, in some parts of the country, if enough people called in about a pay-per-view, the, that local pure car Which makes sense for that, but like just adding a channel? I mean, but no, because that costs a lot of money. I don't see that. And that's contracts. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I've never heard of it actually working. But if they keep going on about it, it had to work somewhere at some point, right? I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ivory tries to hit Billy with the women's belt, but Billy grabs doing. it. Billy hits Val uh, for, with the belt for the DQ and then chases Ivory around the ring before uh, they get away. Sid is trying to install cable TNN on everybody's homes. That's what he's trying to do. Yep. She's helping out. We go backstage with Stephanie again trying to talk to Vince, but he says, shush, go away. Um, so uh, Vince says that he's never going to come home. Stephanie says, well, and as she shoves the door in her face, well, if you don't want to talk about pri- private, I'll make it public. As Stephanie heads to the, down to the ring. Does he mean that Linda's never going to get it? Not right. Never, never going to get never, it. He never, never, never love it. No, she's never going to get it. Uh, I'm like he's not singing. I'll make love to you. Nope, not even no, he's straight up in vogue. Yeah. He's all, never going to get it, never going to get it. Uh, Stephanie comes out. She says she's not leaving the ring until Vince comes out. We see Vince oh, on the God. phone as Briscoe tells him, hey, you're, she's down there. So he's like, fine, damn she's it. She's calling your punk ass out. You bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> your daughter thinks you don't have any balls. Uh, she she says she's. Balls. Uh, <laughs> this is the only way that he can talk to her, talk to him. So Stephanie says all Linda's been doing is business, uh, but business. Vince took it personal. Linda loves Vince, makes breakfast for him, packs his bags, they still go on dates. I don't believe any of that. Fake ass right? shit, I don't dude. believe any of that. Not a single fucking word of it. Uh, Stephanie begs Vince to reconsider the divorce. Vince, See, whenever they're attacked, we're just this, this mom and pop family organization. That's yep. all we are. Uh, Vince then wants to give Stephanie a history lesson about Linda. Linda lived on the other side of the tracks, the poor section of town. Linda's family could Sorry. never live up to the name of the McMahon. Uh, Linda had a certain reputation. She was a good time girl. Your mother was a whore. On our first date, that went really good. Forever. And, uh, a fun, forever. It was a fun time in the backseat of her family's car. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold so on. She had to pick him up? Right. So she was poor, but they took her car? Actually, that sounds incredibly like Vince. Yep. Checks out. Uh, Linda doesn't love Vince. Linda loves Vince's money, the mansion, the sports cars, the yachts, the airplanes, the jewelry. That's the only true thing you said. Linda loves the good <laughs> life. Vince says, Stephanie, you know what? You kind of look like her. You smell like her, which was weird. Mm. And uh, You taste like her? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie says. Uh, you Stephanie, feel like her uh, when I'm inside she, you. Uh, he's, Vince says Stephanie's no longer daddy's little girl as Vince sees her as a, as her and her mother both being spoiled rich bitches. Uh, Vince wants to talk to his cousins, Vito and Rena. Yep. As Vince tells Stephanie to get that out of his life and stay out, Vince tells Stephanie to tell Linda that there is a, there will be a new Mrs. McMahon, a woman that can keep up with his sexual prowess and also around Stephanie's age. Voluptuous. Vascular. As uh, Briscoe, she has a vascular vagina. Briscoe and Powerson leave yes. Vince in the ring. We get a recap of what just happened. Uh, we see Briscoe and Powerson leaving the arena with Stephanie. As Vince wants to know what the hell is going on, as they just leave him behind. Why would they pick Linda? <laughs> I think they pick Stephanie there, but 
Uh, our next match is Raven versus The Undertaker in a hardcore match. It's a weird match. Raven says he's sorry about Snow, and for The Undertaker, he's like a trapped animal. Uh, he's more deadly when he's trapped, so uh, come on out. Uh, Undertaker walks into the ring, gives Raven a big boot, smashes trash can head over uh, head over his uh, over the head. Uh, we see Deborah and Foley watching. Raven goes for a toolbox and hits the Undertaker with a big wrench, not as big as the wrench we've seen backstage. Undertaker no sells the shot. Undertaker picks up Raven and rams him to the post. Was it a gold wrench like crowbar? No, it's, well, not, it's like it's about the size of that one. Fuck it. Like he's no sells the shot. Uh, Undertaker throws Raven into the timekeeper area. Undertaker grabs the, st- uh, the still steps and, like, hits him in the back of the head with the steps. Uh, Raven's now busted open. Uh, Undertaker hits Raven in the face with a big chair shot. Then he last rides Raven through the announce table for the win. It was a squash match. Uh, something didn't set right with me in this match. This felt like a hit job. Very much felt like, uh, hey, APA, go welcome the new guys. Yeah. Exactly. All with uh, someone with history. Because, yeah, it felt like a hit job. I was like, because some of those shots by Taker, I was like, that was not working. Yeah. That was a little stiff. That's great. So, yeah, that's how I got That's what I got out of it. Mm. You didn't think so? No, it was. It oh, was. Um, uh, he was for it. Like the, cha- the chair shot was oh, like pro for life. Uh, better than NWO. Uh, <laughs> Damn. He's been suppressing the years to put his hand on his pants. Shush. Yeah. Uh, our next Silence. our next match is, is the Hardy Boys versus the woman hit beater Chris Benoit and Perry Saturn with Terry. First of all, she was just standing behind the door. Hey, stand in the right spot next time. These guys were tag team champions of their respective companies at the same time last summer. Benoit, yes. Saturn, and WCW. There's Hardy's there. I'm like Conan, trying to bring a little history and knowledge to this this bitch. Well, thank you for that. Thanks, um, K-Dog. What uh, You like Benoit? that fact? Go ahead and feel. That's enough. Benoit throws Jeff under the bottom rope, and Jeff flies into the announce table. Saturn picks up Jeff and try to do too. rams him into the steel steps. Jeff rolls up Benoit for the win. Matt never gets into the ring. It was like a minute and a half match. Great use of Benoit here, guys. <laughs> Fucking just a fantastic use of Benoit. I was like, is this your new Intercontinental Champion? <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Yeah, he is. Uh, we see Vince <laughs> on the phone backstage. Foley comes in. Foley wants to know if uh, he's here, if they can coexist, as Foley says no. Foley says that he's still the commissioner who... Uh, uh, he calls Vince garbage for treating his daughter like that, and he's garbage and makes Foley sick, and Vince has a smile on his face. Why would Foley give a fuck about Stephanie? She made his life a living hell for years. There's, Foley comes in, he's all standing awkwardly and breathing like he wants to make out. This is stupid. I'm, t- I'm done, man. Yep. Uh, we see uh, earlier today Dean uh, getting le- into Lita's match. We get a promo by Dean Malenko. Getting into Lita's pants? Match. Okay. Uh, Dean says Lita mm. felt that kiss. Uh, the kiss that Lita felt on Monday felt like a lifetime to her. Her lips are for one person, uh, and that it's going to be. But then Jericho interrupts him. Uh, Jericho tells Malenko that he can kiss his ass. Uh, Jericho doesn't know what was more painful uh, to beat up Kane in their last man standing match. Or watch Lita get hit on by a uh, past their prime looking Urkel. This White is, Urkel. <laughs> this leads to our next match Dean Malenko versus Chris Jericho. All right, the hottest WWE feud of early 1998 erupting here on uh, SmackDown in December of 2000. Man of a thousand and four holds. No, it is. Right? Respect uh, on his name. Uh, Eddie comes down to the ringside. Malenko does his flying leg kick. Jericho with a second rope DDT and covers Malenko, but Eddie gets on the apron. Jericho knocks off Eddie. Jericho reverses a roll through into a powerbomb. Jericho goes for the line and stop, but Eddie hits Jericho with something, and uh, Malenko makes the cover for the win. After the match, Jericho attacks Malenko, but Eddie tries to, but Jericho puts him in the walls of Jericho as the refs have to pull Jericho off. They were just jobbing Jericho the fuck out, dude. Yeah, what the fuck's happened since uh, Jesus since that match at Triple H in July where he did really good, showed he can go, My and since then God. it's been nothing. 
Interesting. Uh, refs have to pull Jericho off. We're going to recap of what just happened. We find out that it looks like Eddie's injured as the doctor's saying, uh, they're checking on him in the back, and he's saying that his back is out. So His glutes aren't firing. Interesting. Uh, we go backstage with Engel. Uh, uh, walks up to uh, Regal and asks, if, uh, says that he appreciates him. Engel apologizes for the Super War with Engel's ancestors slaughtering Regal's ancestors, and Regal's like, huh, okay, well, that, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, then weird, then but we, all right. Then we go to Kevin Kelly with The Rock. Uh, Austin and him will never be friends, but they have common enemies tonight, and that's going to be Regal and Angle. Then The Rock does a story. Story time with The Rock? Yep. Baby. I got it right here. Uh, once upon a time, many years ago, there was a little angle and a little regal. Little regal will fly uh, to uh, he will fly over to pay a visit to his friend. Little regal would knock on the little angle's door. Little angle would answer, answer, and little regal would say, uh, uh, "I say, little angle, an act of good. Will will you come outside so I can play with your ball?" Uh, little Angle would reply, no, it's my ball, only I can touch my ball. Nobody can touch my ball. It's mine, mine, mine. Little Regal says, please, one time, let me play with your ball. It would be, uh, it would keep the neighborhood up uh, until they, uh, they got a visit from Little Rock. Little Rock would walk up to them, and to Little Angle, Little uh, Regal, and Little Rock would say, Little Angle, Little Regal, as puberty hit early for The Rock, Rock has a solution that he will uh, let Angle Regal hold the ball, stick it straight up, little Angle scanny ass. This was terrible. This was so boring. Even Kevin Kelly was like, what am I doing with my Wrap career? Wrap it up. This is making me hate The Rock. That's <laughs> I mean, bad, dude. He's had yes. a bad month. Mm-hmm. He, he's checked out. He killed that Armageddon promo, but other than that, this shit has been abysmal. Anybody else cuts this promo on this show, and people are still talking about how bad that is and how it killed that person's career. Yeah. He gets a pass. I get it. Big star. But this was embarrassing. This is the kind of shit I don't want people to see when I'm watching wrestling. Is right. that promo. Yep. Oh, fucking hell. Such as the Blanchard cut. <laughs> you know, the first cut is the deepest. You know that, Mike. There it is. That's when I have fun. Let's go to the main event. Uh, Kurt Angle, Room Regal versus The Rock and Stone Cold. As they, Regal and Angle come down, Kane comes out with them. Remember, and, he's going to Christmas with the Angles. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, fact, I heard he's being uh, adopted. It's going to be Kane Angle from now on. Kankle? Kankle. Uh, Rock runs off the uh, ropes, but Kane pulls him uh Pulls him over the top rope. Kane picks up the rock and drops him on top of the barricade. The Ro- scariest fucking manager in the history of wrestling. Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Rock puts Angle on the sharpshooter, but Regal stops it right away. We see Vince watching. Uh, rock hits the spine buster, goes for the people's elbow. Once again, Kane pulls Rock out. Austin decides to run over and throw Kane into the steel steps. Austin gets the hot tag. Spine buster on Angle. Uh, then the Luthez press. Kane pulls the ref out. Rock and Austin double-team Kane. Austin stuns Regal uh, and goes for the cover, but the ref's still down. Kane goes and chokeslams Austin, but uh, is going to do it, but Austin low blows him, clotheslams him over the top rope. Rock throws Regal back into the ring, stunner by Austin for the win. In my mind, this match was pretty much a squash match yep. against Regal and Engel. Yeah, they really treated the world champ like an absolute J-Brone. And uh, the one fresh face on the hillside uh, that hasn't been fucking used and abused all hell starting to get used and abused all hell. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, before we end SmackDown, we go backstage with Vince one more time. And someone comes and says, hey, it's an emergency phone call by Shane. Hold on. Okay. Tell him what happens on the call and then stop. Um. Uh, Vince is like, hey, it better be good. Uh, Vince is traumatic and is like, you know what? Uh, you know, I'll fly home. Uh, I'll fly home tonight after after we're done. Uh, as Linda has been rushed to the hospital. 
So he gets off the phone. He tells the, the aide that came in, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope everything is okay. The most overacting, bad acting I've ever fucking seen came from that, whoever the fuck that was. It's paralegal. Yeah. Uh, come back later. I need you to sign something. That's the new business man. And then he goes to the window mirror. And he acts like he's crying and his head's down for a god awfully long time. And then he pops up and he's trying to be Jack Nicholson and Batman. I half expected him to say, Where do they get a load of me? Or when Nick, uh, when uh, Jack does the whoop, whoop, whoop. Where's Lyle? But he's laughing because he's happy that Linda's like near death. Yep. So, guys, uh, what was the better show? I mean, SmackDown, but... Um, ECW that week? I don't really yeah. know. This show's, these were terrible if, shows. If it was possible to pick neither, if it, it would was. win in a uh, landslide. If we restart the pod from the be- beginning, we would put this in play. Yeah, I'll go SmackDown, I guess. It's Although the, 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 the show-long storyline... Of Sid not being able to find the... You know, fuck it. Yeah. Thunder. Thunder. Fuck Thunder. it. Thunder. Better Thunder than the for Vince storyline, yeah. Yeah. which was uncomfortable at times, knowing what's going on right now. Well, let's see how the ratings did. Last week, WCW 2.35, WF 5. This week, WCW 2.2, WF 4.9. Didn't Nitro go to a 1.7? Yes, it did. Shit? Thunder beat Nitro. Because by, Thunder, by because Thunder was on the, at the normal time. <laughs> It kept blowing my mind when Shivani's like, well, last night on Nitro. I'm like, what are you talking about last night on Nitro? Oh, yeah, it was a Tuesday night. Which you can go back and listen to at nosoentainment.com or Apple or Spotify. Maybe. Thank you. Uh, Let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. Oh, uh, oh. Rock and Austin versus Anglin Regal. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that. It was a squash, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the other squash, the hit, Raven and uh, Taker. Yeah, see, he hates Raven. See, I'm trying to think here. That's been three was like, any, damn, the rest of this sucks. Was there anything on Thunder? You can do Chronic and Vito. And no, that took like eight yeah, years. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. The only one that was close for me from Thunder was. Uh, it was. It was uh, God damn it, I lost it. it was the th- the triple threat tag, but eh. uh, yak match. Sure yeah. Yak match of the night. I'm gonna go take a Raven. There it is. It's some I I see something in Raven. He's not gonna be event, but he can be a mid card guy for you. There it is. Uh, who's your MV? What, you mean Moe did a match? Oh, wait. Yak match? Yeah, I did Yak match. You just did it. WTF, though. I haven't done MVP or Moe did yet. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, my Yak match was the uh, Val. And, I didn't uh, give mine. I still can't remember who. Yeah, you did. Oh, no, what did you want yours? I didn't give mine. Yeah, uh, and mine's Lita and Ivory again. Yeah, well. That's just easy pick. I can't That's Evergreen. That. Okay, fine. Val Venus, Billy Gunn. <laughs> that's also Evergreen. That's also Evergreen. Fine. Uh, no, 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 no. They're good picks. <laughs> just saying. That's a safe pick. Uh, uh, Cat versus Duggan. Cat versus Duggan. That's the kind Duggan. of pick someone who only watched the first 20 minutes of no pick. <laughs> there it is. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, Sergeant Luger. Uh, that was bad, too. <laughs> First hour or so, baby. What? Uh, Thunder? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. That yeah. just sucks. Because we, 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 we picked Sid. Um, who is your MVP? Um, <laughs> I'm lost, guys. I, I can Sid feel it. Come, uh, no, Conan. Uh, Conan, yeah, it's good. Yeah, pick. Go pick Sid. It's Sid for me. Yeah, he was ridiculously fun. He was lost. I, got, I don't know where I am, folks. Uh, imagine someone who looks like that, that size, pulling over and asking like, you for directions. Where's the arena? I don't fucking know. Jesus Christ. Lay off, yeah, dude. Don't I'm starving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's your motive? Vince McMahon. Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. Fuck yeah. that, dude. Ooh. Also, I just want to point this. Uh, you know what? No, I'm changing mine. Mick Foley. No. Well. It's the person who wrote this shit, Stephanie McMahon. She's in charge of this horseshit creative. And she knows who her dad really is. Gross, dude. Brother. Yeah. Uh, WTF? 
The timing. Dude. The timing that we would come Dude. to this stuff right now. How yeah. crazy is that? Yeah, At this time. The last three weeks with Vince, I'm like, holy shit, has been dude. Awkward is the you know, best word to put it. You know what it is? What? Vince worked himself into a shoot, brother. brother. You listen to old Hogan there. <laughs> holy fuck. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, that's my WTF. I'm like, right there with you. The uh, <laughs> art imitating life is from 22 years ago. is fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my WTF is the art imitating life. Um, so, guys. Um, this brings it into the midweek, so that means one thing. One more pay-per-view. One more pay-per-view. One more week. Oh, my God. And then we have normalcy. We get to fucking celebrate well, and party and, and, and do lines of cocaine. Nor- norm- normalcy, you mean the fact that we can go two weeks without a uh, Nitro. One week without any WWE, period. Yep. So. It's a bold move, Gun. Yeah. I'm sure WWE Brass was thrilled. Nash is like, fuck, yeah, we are. Two weeks off, baby. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Did you know he's not working out there? Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, Awkwardness. So we move on to Starcade, which we'll be doing the pay-per-view war, pay-per-view war stories, or you can go back and listen to what we thought of Mayhem, Armageddon, Rebellion, Survivor Series. Bash the Beach. Bash they're all, they're the all beach. on there. They're all on there. Clash of the Champions. Clash baby. Champions, baby. You guys never did that. We did some. Yeah, we did. You chumps. A, like a chump, A. But you can go to nosellentertainment.com. That's right, nosellentertainment.com, where you can find all of the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us on the, all the socials, the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram at nosellent. Give us a thumbs up, a thumbs down, a comment, or a follow, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, request anything you want. You know what? If you do that enough... I'll bring back the Oni Toshi. Or say you don't want that. Oh, don't, yeah, don't do also, that. Also bring that up. That's fine. Uh, cool. Make my job easier. There we go. Uh, you can uh, listen to us on Apple Podcast, Spotify. You know what's on Spotify? What? Return of the Mac. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, Spotify. And, can, and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Scissor. Scissor.